Welcome back to another episode of our Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is LaToya and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I pray that it is a blessing to your life and that it ministers to you tremendously. All right, so today we're going to be talking about winning in warfare. So we understand uh, spiritual warfare according to the Bible. And if not, it's okay. I'm going to talk a little bit about that on this episode and give you five key points on winning in warfare. So all of us in life, we go through different battles, we go through different challenges. And over and over again, the Bible tells us that we are wrestling with things in the spiritual realm. And so many times that's what Jesus kept trying to instill in the disciples. And we see that so often, especially in the New Testament about spiritual warfare, which brings me to our very first point. In order to win in warfare, you have to be aware of the spirit realm. Now, let me just pause and talk about this for a little bit because this is so key and this is something that rings in my heart so often. But many times, even as Christians, even as believers, we are not aware to the spiritual realm. And the Bible talks about he that has an ear, let him hear. He that has eyes, let him see. And so we have to be able to discern what is happening spiritually and not fight everything carnally and in our flesh. So for example, if you get into an argument with someone, maybe even someone that you love and you get frustrated, our natural carnal response is to probably say some things, say some words that we'll regret, um, just negative things. But what we really should do is take some time to pray, take some time to understand that we are wrestling not against flesh and blood, not against a person, but against principalities, against things in the spiritual realm. And Ephesians 6 verse 12 says, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Now, when you have a full understanding of this, it will help you to win in warfare. And let me tell you why it will help you to win in warfare, because you won't take things so personal. Even sometimes people that you love can say things that offend you, can say things that hurt you. But we know that because of spiritual warfare, sometimes there are things that are strategically planned by the enemy to upset you, to frustrate you, to defeat you. So when you understand spiritual warfare, you know that even sometimes the enemy will use people closest to you in any given moment. So a great example of this is when Jesus was talking about going to the cross and Peter says to him something like, you don't have to go to the cross and Jesus intercepts. And he says in that moment, get thee behind me, Satan. So he didn't take personally the words of Peter. He knew that to be a seed that the enemy was trying to sow and he rebuked Satan, not Peter. And so we have to be aware of the spiritual realm. And that's just one example that comes to my mind is that we have to be aware. Jesus was aware that at that very moment, it wasn't just Peter talking, but Satan was using him. Now, this is important as well, because you don't just throw people away because they say one thing you don't like. When you realize that it's spiritual warfare, you can address that issue in the spirit and go ahead and move on in the natural. So for me, uh, I have an example of one day this week 
probably before 10 a.m. A few things happened that came to frustrate me, and I realized that it was warfare. Now, sometimes we get frustrated in our own natural being, but I knew, I just sensed that um, something was happening to cause me to be frustrated. And so instead of lashing out on people, instead of just saying, oh, today's going to be a bad day, I had to take a moment and pray. And sometimes prayer and spiritual warfare is like, Lord, I thank you and I worship you and just begin to praise God. And then you come against that. And I had to pray and say, God, I thank you. I come against every spirit of frustration. I come against every spirit of anger in the name of Jesus, because the word of God says, whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So I want to just challenge you that as you are going throughout your day, that as you are building relationships, your family, your home, your co-workers, that you are intentional about being prayerful. You're intentional and you take a hold of Ephesians 6, 12, which again says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And this verse is so key and it will change your life. If you get that into your spirit, it will help you to overcome. Even when you struggle to forgive people, you can understand, hey, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So I'm forgiving this person as a key to victory in the spiritual realm. So be intentional about being aware of the spiritual realm. Don't just think, oh, this is just happening. You can be aware of things that are happening in the spirit. All right. Point number two, pray intentionally. So when you are in warfare, you pray strategic prayers. So again, that day I sensed frustration. I prayed specifically against the spirit of frustration. And let me tell you, my day turned around completely the moment that I prayed that prayer. So Ephesians 6 verse 13 goes into, therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Now, many times we are even aware of the spiritual realm and we say, oh, hey, I'm under attack. Oh, I'm going through all this stuff. All right. Now that you realize it's an attack or now that you realize there's warfare going on, what do you do about it? Do you take up the whole armor of God? Do you decide to pray and war for your family? David said in Psalms 144, Lord, train my hands to war. So you have to decide at some point that you're not going to be bullied by the enemy, that you are not going to be defeated, but you're going to fight back in prayer and you're going to pray intentionally and stand on the word of God. Now, one analogy that came to me um, earlier this week, I was thinking a lot about spiritual warfare and I was thinking, you know what? I don't want to be jumped. And let me explain Um, just even growing up or one of the things that always would trouble me and, and thank God I didn't see this a lot, but I never liked to see a person get jumped in a fight. So, you know, um, being jumped is like if one person is attacked by two or three people and they're being jumped, they're being bullied, they're being beat up. And I think sometimes that if we see ourselves in the spiritual realm, that's exactly what's happening. So you have the enemy fighting you, you're fighting you through condemnation, through doubt, through unbelief, through self-pity. And at some point you have to rise up in the spirit and walk and fight back and say, you know what? I'm not going to be 
bullied because Jesus has given me victory. So you don't have to be bullied by your emotions. You don't have to be bullied by uh, self-condemnation. You can get up and fight back and stand on the word of God. All right. So back to Ephesians chapter 13. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith by which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. So again, take on the whole armor of God, pray intentionally, um, get back up, pray and fight and war in the spirit. All right. That's so key. That's so important. So our third point, give no place to the enemy. So when you're fighting in warfare, you don't want to give the enemy any grounds. You don't want to give the enemy any room. So even if you like or understand things about boxing, you don't want to give the enemy any open ways to hit you or any open ways to attack you. You want to make sure that you're covered. And so Ephesians 4 verse 27 says, nor give place to the devil. So here's a few points on how to not give place to the devil. You have to ask the Holy Spirit to search your heart because you don't want anything in your heart. And there's a verse where Jesus says that the enemy came and he found nothing in him. So we have to make sure that as believers, we're not giving place to the enemy. So we pray like David prayed in Psalms 137, Lord, search my heart, try me, see if there's any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. All right. So you want to ask the Holy Spirit to search your heart. Uh, Second way you give no place to the enemy, repent of any sin, anything in your life that you know is not pleasing to God. Repent as the Lord shows you anything that you are holding in your heart. You want to get rid of that stuff so that you're not hindered in the spiritual realm. Uh, Another way to give no place to the enemy is to be the type of person that forgives easily. So you don't want to hold on to offenses and grudges and unforgiveness because what the devil does is he can take those things and play with them. He can take those things to cause you to be defeated in spiritual warfare. So those are key weapons. Uh, Part of why I personally try to forgive is because I don't want my prayers to be hindered. So it really has nothing to do with the other person, um, but it really has to do with me not wanting to have my prayers hindered. So I try to ask the Lord to please give me the grace that I need to forgive because I want to be able to fight and war in the spirit and have victory on every side. All right. Um, Just to that scripture that we just mentioned about search me, try me and see if there's any wicked way in me. That's actually Psalms. 139 verse 23. So I just wanted to correct that. All right. Fourth point, do not wallow in condemnation. So if you're fighting in warfare, you don't have time to be condemned. So once you ask the Holy Spirit to search your heart and you give no place to the enemy, then you want to walk in confidence. You want to walk in power. 
And a lot of times the way that the enemy will try to fight you is to cause you to be condemned when you are in a state of condemnation by default. I don't know about you, but when you feel condemned, you don't really want to pray. You kind of have this woe is me, self-pity party. Um, and the enemy will try to flood in so many lies like, okay, you're not a good person or you're this, you're that, you're whatever. And that is a way that you will be hindered. So in order to win in warfare, make sure that you do not wallow in condemnation. Once you pray and repent, you get back up and you move forward. One of my favorite verses is 1 John chapter 4, verse 20. And that verse says that if our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our hearts. And so it lets you know that you don't have to walk in the condemnation of your own heart. And I'll repeat that. That's 1 John chapter 3, verse 20. It says, for if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Beloved, if your heart does not condemn us, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence toward God. Verse 22, and whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. And so we have to make sure that we're not walking in condemnation so we can get to a place of verse 22 says, whatever we ask in his name. And so in order for us to ask and, and win in warfare, we have to take a stance of victory, not defeat. And condemnation is all defeat. So there's a difference between condemnation and conviction. And we'll talk about that on another podcast episode. Fifth point to winning in warfare is faith. You have to have faith. You do not want to show up for battle if you don't have faith. If you have faith in God and you're walking after God, you are a force to be reckoned with because the Bible says that if we speak to mountains, they must be moved. And so in warfare, you have to speak, you have to declare, you have to decree what you want to see and you have to have faith even faith the size of a mustard seed. And we already read that in Ephesians chapter six, it says, but above all, put on the shield of faith by which you are able to quench all, not some, all of the fiery darts of the evil one. So I want to challenge you wherever you are in warfare, whatever you're going through, that you would one, be aware of the spirit realm, the spiritual realm, Two, pray intentionally. And let me just say, when I'm saying be aware of the spiritual realm, be aware that you have victory. Be aware that according to Luke chapter 10, verse 19, that God has already given you authority in the spiritual realm. You can speak to things and command them to change. And if you speak to them in faith, you know without a shadow of a doubt that God is going to move on your behalf and he's going to fight for you. So you just have to be aware and not be carnal, not just do things and not just fight in the natural and not just try to reason everything in your mind and reason what does not make sense to you. But Luke 10, 19 says this, behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, when Jesus was telling this to his disciples, he was talking mainly in the spiritual realm and letting them know the authority that they carry. And verse 20 says, nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject 
to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. And so he's talking about things of the spirit. He's talking about you have authority in the natural also, but you have authority that starts in a spiritual realm to trample on heads of serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And we see that authority and that power manifest in the natural realm. All right. Second point, pray intentionally. Third point, give no place to the enemy. Um, You don't want to give any place to the enemy. Fourth point, don't wallow in condemnation. That is one way to be defeated. It's probably one of the enemy's most strategic tools, um, condemnation, especially if you're someone that really loves the Lord and you really want to walk after God. Um, Sometimes the enemy will use condemnation to beat you up, to make you hard on yourself and to make you not want to get back up. But the Bible says that a righteous man falls seven times, but he gets back up again. And what helps you to get back up is not condemnation. It's faith. It's faith to believe that when you repent, God will forgive you. It's faith to know that God's mercies are new every single morning and God's grace is sufficient. So you want to make sure that you are being righteous by getting back up, repenting, starting over, moving forward. Don't stay down. Um, That's one way to be defeated. Number five, you want to have faith. I want to say if you have not listened to our podcast, The Power of Faith, go back and listen to that. It will transform you and change your life. Just the power that we have in faith. Our sixth bonus point, almost like the extra credit at school, winning winning in warfare, you do want to do some fasting. Um, the Bible talks about some things only go through prayer and fasting. So when you fast, not only does that condition your flesh, but fasting helps you um, to fight in the spiritual realm. And so if there's areas in your life that you need to fast, fasting is always great. It has so many benefits. And that was one of our very first episodes was about prayer and fasting. So make fasting a regular part of your life. Uh, fast, pray, seek the Lord. You always want to take time to cut things out. Anything that could be a distraction or a hindrance to you, make sure you remove those things from your life so that you can hear from God. And let me just encourage your heart that God loves you. We're always in uh, warfare, but we always have the victory. And no matter what you're going through, no matter how difficult it is, know that the love of God is available to you. Know that the grace of God is sufficient. And also don't be afraid to reach out to someone for prayer, um, someone that is in your life to help you to be accountable. Any type of prayer warriors, intercessors that can pray with you, just know that you are not battling alone and that there are more for you than they are against you. So I want to pray that God will open up your eyes, that you will spiritually see that he is fighting for you and that all of heaven backs you up when you stand on the word of God in power and in authority as a son and daughter of the most high God through the blood of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Father, I thank you that you always cause us to triumph in Jesus name. There is no defeat in God. Lord, you have never lost a battle. I thank you that um, the suffering of this present life cannot compare to the glory that you have for us. I thank you that all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord, those that are called according to his purpose. I thank you, God, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and wickedness and high places. I thank you that you have given us authority 
over the devil, over the evil one. I thank you, oh God, for faith that we can speak to mountains and they must be moved. I thank you, God, for the blood of Jesus Christ, the victory that was already won on the cross, that we walk in that victory. We walk in authority and we walk in power in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for each and every person that is listening. God, I just agree with them in faith according to your will for their lives, that whatever they're fighting, whatever they're battling, that you will train their hands to war. Oh God, that they will have muscles in the spiritual realm and they will fight back. They will not allow themselves to be bullied by the enemy because everything that we need, we already have in your word. We already have, oh God. So we thank you right now in the name of Jesus that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We thank you, oh God. We glorify you. Thank you for the angel of the Lord that encamps around your people according to Psalms 34. And God, we thank you. We honor you. We bless you in Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm so excited that that God is on his throne and he always wins. He's never lost a battle and we are victorious because of Jesus Christ. And so I just want to encourage you. And also, if you're listening on this podcast and you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want to challenge you or encourage you to give your life to Christ, to pray and to ask Jesus to come into your heart, that you would start a new relationship with him. If you're backslidden and you need to get your life right, we're living in the last days, we're living in the end times, and we're preparing for the return of Jesus Christ. And if you need to get your life right with God, wherever you are, pray, ask the Holy Spirit to come, ask um, Jesus to come into your heart and to fill you with his spirit and to repent of all of your sins. And so just know that new life is available to you through Jesus Christ, whatever state you're in that you can get back up. And, and allow the Lord to be Savior and Lord over your life. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you follow us at Prayer Is Breathing on Instagram. You can also follow us on Facebook at Prayer Is Breathing. And if you pray a prayer today to ask Jesus to come into your heart, message us. Let us know if you have any questions about anything that we talked about today or how we can be in prayer uh, praying for you as well. Also, you can email any prayer request to prayer is breathing at gmail.com. And if you need any prayer apparel, you can follow us at Awake Christian Clothing. Uh, we do have some new apparel coming out. Uh, we've upgraded our watch and pray. And so I'm really excited about that because there are some prayer warriors that are watching and praying and God is raising up a remnant an army of people that will stand for him in these days. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, remember prayers breathing. Have a blessed week.